Verse 16 of the 28th of Matthew tells us what the Lord says. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them or ordained or assigned for them to go. And it was always good to go where the Lord says to go. And it's always good to do what the Lord says to do. He told them to go to a certain place in Galilee and he would meet them there. Now, if they would have went somewhere else, do you think he would have followed them? Not a bit of them. He told them where to go, and he told them that they would meet him there. In verse next verse, it says this. And when they saw him, you see, he was there. He kept his word. They saw him. You know, we, we, we saw him. In the past five weeks, because we kept the word that was given to us to go out there. Jesus turned up, you know, every night at Junction 13. Every night. We that preached know that. Those that sat in the pews know that. Those that are saved here this morning know that. He keeps his word. He says, you go and I'll meet you. He's saying to you this morning, now you obey me and I'll meet you, but I'll not count until you do. Verse 18, And Jesus came and speak unto them, saying, All power, <laughs> all power, is given unto me in heaven and on earth and under the earth and over the earth and in the seas. All power. What a mighty God this is. Then he says this. This is the risen Christ now. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. See, it's a command. He's given the disciples, these 11 disciples, a command. And when the Lord Jesus commands us, then we need to take heed. And we need to obey him if we're going to be blessed. Just as simple as that. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even on to the end of the world. So he commanded the disciples to go forth baptizing, preaching and baptizing. Sixty-nine times the word baptism is found in the New Testament Scriptures. And every time, it means just one thing. 
It means to go down under. Baptizo. Doesn't mean sprinkling now. I don't know where you, they get this from. Doesn't mean pouring. It means, it means baptizo. It was the same words that the Greek used whenever a ship sunk. Baptizo, she's gone down. It was the same word used when they dyed a garment. They didn't half dye the garment. They plunged the garment down into the dye. And that's what they said. Baptizo. Down under. And that's the only sort of baptism we read in the Word of God. And friend, how could I in ten minutes bring you to Scripture after Scripture that says that baptism is a command of God and is for believers only? Much water and believers only. That's why John baptized in the River Jordan. He baptized the Lord Jesus himself in the River Jordan because it says there was much water there. See, you wouldn't need much water to sprinkle. And it's believer's baptism. And a wee baby that infant that long doesn't believe anything. So let's cut out all that. And let's come to where we come to here in this house as the table to the Word of God. And that's how this work started, and that's how this work must go on, obeying the Word of God. It was a command. The first three centuries of the church, no believer got near the table or into membership until they were baptized. Tell me, how long are you saved this morning? And you've never been down into the waters of baptism and obeyed the Lord's command. Well, all I can say to you this morning, you're denying yourself a blessing. Because I can tell you for, four, for 35 years, we're in our 35th year here. We've gone into our 35th year. And I can tell you every baptismal service in this house and across the way in the wee tank up in the back and in other places before we got a tank here, I've never been at one, but the people who were baptized were not blessed and said, oh, I'm sorry I didn't do it long ago. There's something about it. And you're going to see in a moment. You're going to see in a moment. We don't do this because the Baptists do it, or the Brethren, or the Pentecostal. We do it because the Word of God teaches us, instructs us, it's the Lord's command. And remember this, my friend, in this reading, not only, do, not only is the Lord involved, the whole Trinity is involved in this, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, baptizing them in the name. That's what Roy and, Roy and Stephen's going to baptize these people this morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. All three, the whole Godhead's involved in this. This is a big thing. It's a big thing. Heaven's looking on this morning. Our Lord Jesus Christ had no need to be baptized. Now, baptism's not going to take away these people's sin. These people are saved. And they've told us, and we have talked to them, and we have interviewed them. See, this water will, water will not save you. All the waters in Fermanagh wouldn't save a mouse. It's 
The, the salvation has to be done. They're already saved. They're born again. They're believers. This is believers' baptism. Not adult baptism. Someone calls it adult baptism. It's believers' baptism. Just keep to the word. And then we can't go wrong. It's believers' baptism. When our Lord Jesus Christ was baptized in the Jordan, he had no need to be baptized. These people are being baptized today and they're acknowledging before you and it's something that needs to be done publicly. I don't agree with going to a river and baptizing one person and nobody there. I believe the Scripture says it must be a public declaration, profession of faith. And what these people are doing today, they're not ashamed of the Lord. They see this in the Word. They're not doing it because we teach it. They see it in the Word. They see it what Jesus said. They see what the Word says. And they see that they feel that they want to do it. And they want to do it to declare. But as they go down into this tank, they're dying with Christ. As they come up, they're coming up into newness of life. And they're testifying to all around them, I love the Lord and I'm not ashamed of Him. A lot of people not going to the tank because they've no testimony, you see. That's no good. Our Lord Jesus Christ, it says John baptized him, and he says to John, suffer me not. He says to John, suffer me suffer me not. Let me be baptized. John remonstrated him. You have no need to be baptized. I don't have to baptize you. You have nothing to declare. You're holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from the... Suffer me not. Don't stop me, John, from being baptized. I must be baptized. And they baptize as an example to every last one of us. And many of the waters of the... Someone was saying you should baptize in the river, but that's not a clean river. But I'll tell you, the Jordan wasn't a clean river. And John baptized them in the river Jordan, and he went down under because there was much water. He went down every bit of them, every one gone down. And down you are going to go this morning. Because it represents Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. But as he came up out of the waters, heaven opened. And the Lord spoke. And here's what the Lord God Father said about his son. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. I tell you, it pleased the Lord to see him being baptized. And it would please him to see you obeying him too. And we'll have another baptism service before the end of the year. And if you have any rags or clothes with you and you want to be baptized this morning and you have a testimony, just go and change and come out and we'll baptize you. If you have a testimony for the Lord, then men will talk to you. We'll keep the water in the tank. Because this is imperative. This is a command of the Lord. It's just commanded and practiced at the end of his ministry. And it was commenced personally by himself at the beginning of his ministry. So we must follow in his footsteps, and we must obey him. And that's what these dear people are going to do now this morning. Let us bow in a word of prayer, please.